Howdy adventurers, welcome back to the Pathfinder Kings as we play through the Outlaws of Valkenstar. As always, we'd like to invite you to our Discord and follow us on Twitter at TPK Podcast. Now a recap of Session 5. Our partners burn right through the overgrowing fungus surrounding the sewer entrance, where a mutated knoll crawls out and attacks. After navigating through the sewers, the gang hears Deputy Loveless give the command to kill on sight, pushing our outlaws to hightail it back to the Bullet and Barrel Saloon. On arrival, the gang learns that Phoebe actually works for the Grand Duchess. With her power on full display, their employer, or rather their new parole officer, tells our outlaws that their next job is to escort Gattleby back to the saloon. You guys are arriving on scene at Gattleby's house. You see a chicken wire fence containing a small lot overgrown with weeds and bushy flowers. A small gate separates the southern end of the lot from the street, with a rusted lock hanging uselessly from the gate. It serves only to keep it from swinging open in the wind. Beyond the gate, the foliage-choked yard is broken up by large stepping stones, a small shed, and a dilapidated house to the north. Well, it looks like our client here sure lives in a lovely kind of home. Uh, Taron wants to go ahead and look around. Is there anybody on the street? Anybody surrounding the house? Nope. It is basically deserted. Well, that's strange. We came here right in the morning, but there doesn't seem to be anybody around here. That kind of strikes me as suspicious. You guys are here at like six in the morning. No one's awake. Well, I mean, if his uh, security defenses on the fence, uh, keeping those solicitors away wasn't enough to keep the neighborhood empty, I'm sure it keeps the stray cats and other animals down. So uh, let's see if we can find a knocker here or some way to get him out uh, without, of course, uh, making the same mistake ourselves. Well, I wouldn't really call this dilapidated fence much in ways of security, but uh, let's go ahead and get in there and see what we can find. Taron is going to go up to the gate and start, like, finagling the lock and opening the gate. Real quick, before you do that, we're disguised, right? No. At this point? I don't think we are. Should we disguise ourselves? Um, probably not. I mean, we should probably disguise ourselves as soon as we get him. Okay. Uh, I believe the plan so far was costume change on the bridge as well. So, you know, uh, might be a couple disguises in our future. Okay, fair enough. And remember, who has the hat of disguises? I have a hat of disguise. And uh, Taron also has one. Yes. And then you were given one for Gattleby, so you only have three hats of disguises. Right. Yeah, I think Arcus is going to go ahead and at least put a big, like, mustache and everything and beard on him. Once you activate the hat of disguise, it only lasts for an hour, and you can only use it once a day. Uh, never mind. Just kidding. I'm going to save it for the bridge. All right, never mind. Arcus is himself. All right, so Taron, you are just opening the front gate? Yes. As you do so, a small stone is going to fall to the ground, and I need a fortitude save from everyone except Arcus. I'm just so fortuitous. You're just too far away to hear it. Oh, fair enough. Oh, yes, 24. Yeah, dead even roll. Okay, so the three of you all will take two sonic damage as a thunderstone falls to the ground and bursts. I want to immediately like start looking around the per- like around the perimeter and stuff, like not moving, but looking everywhere to see if there's any other threats. 
Oh, God, did you really not expect any traps from the house of the mad inventor? What in the fresh hell was that? Sorry, what was that? I, I can't quite hear you. I got a ringing in my uh, uh, old eardrum here. What, hold on. What, what did you say? Um, what? What the hell are you two fools talking about? Get your asses in there. Are you guys all right? Oh, just a little dizzy is all. It should be fine. And as that stone falls and goes off, you hear someone call from within the house saying, no solicitors. I've got to say, I prefer a gold-fashioned, you know, just knob on the door or doorbell or something. This this seems awfully barbaric to have as a way to introduce guests. We're not solicitors, by the way. We're friends. You get no reply. Now, now, don't just go telling him we're friends. I believe we had a, a catchphrase that we were going to be saying to him. Yeah, keep it on the low, snake man. We're trying to be discreet here. Doesn't matter what I say, any good solicitor's gonna say they're a friend to try and get in anyway. Let's just get moving, and uh, Taron is gonna walk through the gate, and uh, he wants to start looking around for more traps after getting smacked with that thunderstone earlier. Alright, before you step then, roll me perception. Oh, well that's nice. Arcus is moving up near Orville, and he's kind of whispering to Orville too, and he's like, Aren't you kind of a solicitor though? I'm not a solicitor at all. Well, I guess it's really hard for Terran to see without eyes, so... Oh yeah, I was gonna say, Orville will also be checking this place for traps. I mean, yeah. Alright, roll for it. Alright, uh, just perception? Yep. That is a nine. I guess we both can't see. I don't know what you mean, I'm sure we found all the traps. Alright, so, Terran, keep going. Don't worry, Terran, it's, it's safe in there. There's nothing he's got rigged up. Alright, and as you guys step in and step on the stones, you feel the stone give out from underneath you and sink in. And all of a sudden, this thick, sticky sap gets sprayed all over you and oh my god does it reek. I need fortitude saves from all of you except Arcus. Oh, that, that does not look pleasant. Oh god, this is gonna take weeks to wash out. 22. Oh boy, I sure do love rolling nat ones on saves I'm an expert in. Casper coming in with a 10, that's not much better. So, Casper, you are gonna be sickened one. Teron, you are sickened one and stunned one. Arcus takes out a napkin and just kind of tries to, like, dab a little bit off of him and then realizes it's not working and just... Like, throws it away, discards it on the street. And just to let you guys know, this sap is going to be stuck to you for 10 hours. So, uh, we'll be unable to use the wretch action to get rid of a second, I believe? Nope. Mm, That's going to be tasty. I'm just curious, had we seen like a a communications device or like a doorbell that was outside the gate when we did our uh, prior walk by? Not outside the gate. There probably is one on his front porch near his house, but. You'd have to get around the shed to see that. I mean, before heading on, and as he's noticed this disgusting smell, um, Orville is, of course, taking a vial out of his pocket of some form of homemade perfume and just spraying that everywhere, all over himself. I want to look around. Is there anybody outside of the residence that would notice what we're doing right now? Nope. There's not a soul in sight. Is there a way for me to 
climb anywhere to peek into a window or anything or like get a vantage point like on top of the shed or something yeah you could try but you're in Steamhaven right now which is kind of like an abandoned quarter it's more run down than the other quarters so it's not unusual for you to not see anyone here especially at this time of the day I guess my biggest question is would my character look out of place scaling like or like yeah am I to assume that it'd be pretty safe to do this without taking anybody taking notice. Yeah, you could do it without anyone taking notice. Okay, I want to climb on top. I want to try to climb on top of the shed and see if I can like see inside a window or something before everybody gets sprayed with something else. Okay, you'll have to step inside then, or have Taron and Casper step out of the way. Okay, guys, let me let me handle this for a second. Let's see if I can. Uh, get a better viewpoint or something for us to hopefully find this guy. Sure, little buddy, get on in there. Of course, I'm not taking more of that. You enjoy yourself in there. Yeah, I'm noticing he doesn't seem very friendly so far. It's these inventor types. They can be very aloof and in their own head. Not all of us are as charismatic as I am. Just, uh, you you remember that secret password when you get up on the door. Otherwise, uh, who knows what he's got in store if you use the knocker the wrong way or something. Okay, so I'm... Wait, now, I, I saw where the trap activated, right? Or they told me? Yeah, you saw where it activated. Okay, I want to, I guess, try and step around where where it was triggered. But just enough to get in, like, hopefully not to re-trigger it. Um, so that's going to be thievery, Chuck, to kind of finagle your way around it, not triggering it. And that is going to be a 17. That will be enough. Okay, and then I want to scale up on top of the shed to get a better vantage point. That will be athletics. And that is a 19. Okay, yeah, you can easily climb up on top of the shed. And I guess I should roll perception to see if I can see anything from up here. Yeah, what are you looking for exactly? I'm either looking for an entryway point or I'm looking for our target that we're trying to get and then, or even just any kind of threatening presence or traps if that makes sense. If I can do all that at once. All right, yeah, roll me perception then for that. That's going to be a 19. All right, you see a small staircase going up to a short porch and then a locked door. You can't see through the windows. The curtains are drawn on all of them, and some of the windows are even, like, boarded up. Other than that, you do see what looks to be some hopper or something on the porch coming out of a window that probably would shoot something at you if you step on a plate, maybe? Or motion activated when you step in front of it? You recognize it as, like, a nozzle. Something's going to be shot out of that. Okay, I think I'm just trying to check what's in my bags to see if I have anything that could trigger that trap to just go ahead and, like, you know, get that out of the way. And I don't think I have anything good. I guess, do are there any, like, I guess are there any, like, rocks around that I could use or something? Just the stone path. Okay, can I try, I guess I'd have to roll athletics again to climb up there, right? Yeah. I, I don't know if it's worth it. I'll just tell my friends about it and hopefully they can avoid it for now. Or maybe we can decide if we're going to trigger the trap to get it out of the way. So I just let them know, like, hey guys, I think there's a trap up ahead near the door, but... As far as I can tell, everything else is clear, but I can't see much else. Seems like he's got this entire place booby-trapped. 
Snake Man, why don't you hop up there with him and shoot that trap with your crossbow? It's silent enough to where it shouldn't make much of a noise. Does anyone have any reason why we can't just shout this passphrase over to him in the building? I mean, we know he can hear us. I, I don't see why not. We can try. Sure, Snake Man, why don't you go and do it? You're more of a talker anyways. See, brother, this is why you can't be charging him the stupid tax all the time. This right here, he came up with a good idea right there. Now, just yell it. We're the only ones who should have it. Anybody else who walks up today saying it probably means him harm. Well, you see, brother, I'm telling him it's a good idea, but I'm sure this is going to go super poorly. Okay, does anyone remember what it is? Because I've completely forgotten. I didn't even know there was a passphrase. Was there not? I thought someone mentioned that earlier. That's the reason I was going up with that. There is not a passphrase. You guys kind of just are supposed to tell him that you're here to escort him back to the Bullet and Barrel Saloon. But there wasn't a specific passphrase. I guess I yell from on top of the shed and I'm like, Hey, um, we're here to escort you. I, I don't... We don't want to harm you or sell you anything and you get no reply oh my arcus that the subtlety you've got to be more subtle in these matters we're, we're trying to take him carefully you can't just blurt this stuff out oh see here i was thinking the whole time the secret passphrase was uh we're here to escort you my bad oh god dang it well i mean i i mean at this point he's kind of attacked us and i don't think we can escort him anywhere if he doesn't know that we're you know not here to do that now, 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 he hasn't attacked us. Trespassing is perfectly reasonable. Uh, I mean, just because my brother's arm is stuck to his side and we both smell like a pair of skunks that have been left out in the sun too long doesn't mean anything has, bad has transpired. Now, just uh, maybe go break one of those windows. Maybe see if he pays attention to that. He's ruined this coat. I take that as a very personal attack. R- ruined? I mean, uh, come on now. That, that, that beaver pelt right there was ruined when it was taken off the beaver. Guys, I'm just saying the tailor's sins were not covered with uh, the stitching. Like, look at that seam work right up on your shoulder there. Like, we're going to get you some proper clothes. You're just not one for high fashion. Guys, I I actually may have an idea if if you'll humor me. Do you mind if I try something? It's better than standing here listening to this slanderer. Go for it, boy. Whatever you got is probably better than whatever this snake man has. All right, I, I pick up a stone from the stone walkway, like I pry it loose. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Then I'm going to climb up on top of the shed again. So I'll roll athletics again. Let's see. That's a 20. Dirty 20. Okay. All right. And then I'm going to throw the stone to trigger the trap at the door. Okay. How big of a stone are you picking up? Um... I would say, like, probably... I assume they're of all shapes and sizes on the walkway, so maybe something like half a half a foot in, in like, width. You know, okay. not too heavy for me to climb up with without carrying it, like, under my arm or something. Okay. Does it? Does the trap trigger? No. All right. Uh, interesting. I guess I go and pick up another stone, and uh, this one a little bit heavier, and I'll roll athletics again to try and climb up again. That's going to be a 15. Okay, yeah. All right, and I throw that stone as well to try and trigger the trap. All right. Does it trigger? Nope. Jesus Christ. You know what? 
I'm not going to let this beat me. I'm going to try one more time. This time, I'm going to pick a little bit heavier stone. Like, I'm having to climb, and it's a little bit annoying. Uh, so I'm going to roll athletics again. 16. Okay. I throw the stone to the trigger the trap. Nope. Oh, my God. Okay. Guys, I don't think that the, the stones triggered the trap. I don't know what triggers it. Um, did you have a plan there, or were you just ruining the garden? No, no, no. I, I do have a plan. We just need to get the trap to trigger. Okay, can you describe the trap to me again? I just, I think I don't understand it. So the trap looks like a barrel of a gun sticking out of a window, basically. And you can see, like, that there's curtains in the window, so you can't really see inside the room. But you can tell that there's some hopper or something connected to the barrel, and something is going to be shooting out of that. You don't know the trigger, maybe it's a motion sensor, maybe it's a pressure plate, but something activates this hopper connected to this barrel to shoot something. That much you can tell. Is it high enough off the ground to where if he crawled towards it, it would be above him? Yes. Yeah, I was just thinking that. I kind of That's what I want to do is I want to climb down from the side, go around crawling, and then I want to... Basically, I'm going to take my gun and just, like, prod the end of the gun. Just a little bit. Which side of the shed are you crawling down on? The south side or the north side? I'm going to crawl down... Uh, well, what I was thinking was the west side. Since I'm already on top, just crawl down the west side. That way I hopefully don't trigger any more traps and just drop down a little bit into the... I guess it would technically be, like, northwest. Alright, if you are dropping down on the west side, roll me a nature check first. That's going to be a 14. Boy, howdy, are all these plants poisonous. Fantastic. Uh, so I don't want to do that. Uh, I guess I'm going to drop down the south side and go around, but I want to roll perception and go slow to try and look for any traps that might be triggered. All right, roll me perception. I'm particularly stepping really soft in case there's something pressure plate related. Like if, the, if it starts giving a little bit, I'm going to back off. Okay. That's going to be a 27. All right, you make it to here. Okay. Right where the path turns before you notice there is a pressure sensor on the ground in the path. I w- can I get around it without triggering it? Do I need to roll thievery? Um, you need to roll thievery. Okay. Can I back off near the shed and be like, guys, there's a pressure plate over here. Whoever is the best at throwing rocks or something, throw a big rock on it. Sorry, Orville, I know you care a lot about the garden, but it's poisonous. We're just going to have to ruin it a little bit. All right, all right. Let me uh, let me take a lob at that. Let me pick up one of these paving stones here. This one looks fairly... Oh, oh, my, my back. Oh, my lower back. Oh, oh, no, wait. That was years ago. Oh, I'm fine. All right, let me mosey on over here. And you said it was over there? Like that, that stone right there you were pointing at? Yeah, throw it as far as you can, because we don't know how far the range is on whatever this trap is. And I am going to duck back out. I'm like, good luck. No offense. You just kind of smell it. I don't want to smell. Uh, and uh, our esteemed GM here, um, you said the trap was located just, uh, all I see is the barrel poking out of one of these windows over here. So the that's a separate trap. The barrel poking out of the window on the porch is one trap. And then there is a, another pressure plate right at this garden path that turns to the north as a secondary trap. So Arcus wants you to throw a stone on the pressure plate on the garden path to set off this trap so he can get to the 
porch trap. Yeah, specifically, I wanted just like someone who like whoever has the best skill to do it, like from the farthest away. So hopefully, none of us get hit by the trap. And uh, just to clarify, it's like it looks about twenty-five feet to the porch. Um, is the foliage like unmovable, or does it also look like it possibly contains maybe things tied to the branches or anything? Or should I take another perception check? All of the foliage is poisonous. Oh, I suppose it's a nature check to know how poison... Are we talking like some mild poison oak or... Uh, uh... Arcus only got a 14 on his roll, so he just knows it's poisonous. Well, I'm already sickened, so that's not good. Um, let me just please lob a stone over here. Uh, a simple athletics check? Yeah. With a 19, you're able to lob a stone. You could lob a stone from being this far away, I'll say. Which, as you do, you're glad you're that far away because... Once the pressure plate depresses, a glass jar pops up and breaks on the ground with this thick purple dye splattering in a 10-foot radius. And you can, like, see another shockwave almost as another thunderstone went off. I really appreciate that you gave me that space on that, but I think I owe you a hero point from some session. So next time, I want to know what that purple dye is, please. <laughs> so Arcus immediately wants to round the corner, and he's going to go, Ah! Oh! I'm so injured! Please! Someone call the authorities! All I wanted to do was, was let this man know that there's a fire down the road! And now he's injured me. We need to let the authorities know they need to come arrest this man. I'm dying. Taron is going to sigh and then play into Arcus's act, saying, Oh no, this poor child. He's so injured. If only he if only he saw that trap coming. Now this poor lost little soul is gonna go down. I'm only ten years old and I'm gonna die now. I assume I need to roll deception, hopefully. Yeah. All right, all right. Do you want one for me as well? Yeah. That's going to be an 18 for me. Uh, 16 for me. You both get no reply. Wow, this dude's an asshole. Little buddy, I don't think this is working. I'm just curious, GM, uh, looking at this garden here, it looks like there's a 10-foot swathe of shrubbery between us. Um, I could do, like, a leap and possibly clear it over to the other side of the path, or is the foliage too high for me to do? I think it's like a, a two-foot jump if I don't have the powerful leap feet. Well, if you need something to help you jump, then um, I believe this um, frog-leg-looking thing should actually help you in that endeavor. Well, now, this is hardly the... I see you looking at me as I'm lining up for this. This is hardly the situation where we need to, say, take an emergency. I might be able to clear this. Hold on. Let me, let me see how tall this bush here is. You said it was poisonous? Like, uh, uh, am I going to be itching for days? Or is this like the, the rash that won't go away? Or uh... Can I have a look to see what it is? Yeah. The, the bushes give you herpes. <laughs> it's a nature check for the bushes. Look, Galarian has some plants that are nasty on it. I'm not going to put it past them to give me anything they don't want. That is a 19. So the bushes actually give you tetanus. Oh, nice. Yes. Famous tetanus bush. <laughs> How the fuck does that work? <laughs> so the bushes are very poisonous. It's going to do a skin rash that gets into your veins and spreads the poison through your veins. Ah, uh, you see that poison would be... 
absolutely terrible for me. But you don't have skin or veins, so you will be absolutely fine. Uh, I, I might be losing my memory here, but was it? Uh, is it too high for me to clear with a simple leap? The bush is like uh, two and a half, three feet tall. Okay, so I'm going to scrape my feet unless I do an athletics check here, and I don't have a lot of lining up room. Um, I is the this is all predicated on. Uh, I'm assuming the purple goop is kind of sitting on the ground and making a residue. The purple goop is sitting on the ground. You probably could walk through it. There are like glass shards spread throughout it too. And the glass shards are dyed this purple tint from the purple goo. So you could walk through it if you want. You could avoid it if you want. Um, but it it's thoroughly covering the path, yes. Can I just like, well, not, I don't know, maybe take like a little rod or something and try and poke at it and see what this purple goop is? Hang on, let me roll out the old tattered carpet. Is it possible, GM, for me to take my bedroll out and just lay it across and give myself a little bridge? Yeah. Awesome. I'm going to go ahead and delete my bedroll because I'm not probably going to want to clean up that purple goop. I'm a man of science. I still want to know what this is. Can I roll? What shall I roll for that? Crafting. Of course. Good. That'll be 14. So to you, it looks like just regular purple dye. (sighs) That's disappointing. It's all right, lads. I think it's just some way to identify us as thieves. It's, It's just dye. Don't worry about it. Now, 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 hold on. It's fine. We can use my bedroll to shuffle across. Tarion, you hold one side. I'll hold the other. And we just, we walk our feet and we do the little donkey. We'll toss it back to you once we're across. Hopefully we clean up a little bit, leave you a little path here. And uh, Taryn's going to hold on to the other side and let people cross over. No issues. And all it cost was one bedroll. Although it's probably stylishly purple now. I mean, is this like, are we talking bright indigo? Are we looking at some outrun purple? Like, you know, maybe some, some coral maybe even? It's like a solid dark purple. It's like uh, this color purple. Pathfinder, why would you do that to the poor automaton goblin? Like, I just want to hang out with that little dude right there. I know, he never saw it coming. Now I want to play as an automaton goblin. I mean, now he's a purple automaton goblin. I'm just seeing upgrades. So, uh, advancing past this little purple dye patch, um, do we see anything further down the path here that looks out of place? Is that a new perception check? That would be a new perception check. Don't worry, gang. It's only another 20 feet, 25 feet to the porch. I'm sure we'll be fine. And Casper with a 21, you don't see any other traps. Well, that's not ominous. Anything to worry about, chaps? I'm going to uh, advance and I'm going to caution everyone to hang back and just, hey, grab that grappling hook and go ahead, rope my rib cage and pull me back if I fall down and don't get back up within, you know, about five seconds, please. I'll leave the manual labor to you and I'll hand it to Taron. All right. The wooden porch shows signs of wood rot. Rickety wooden steps lead up to a 10 foot wide porch. A boarded up window to the north enhances the feeling of neglect. A single door to the west of the porch leads inside the house. And again, you see a nice little barrel, nozzle, whatever you want to call it, sticking out of that boarded up window. Looking at that boarded window, um, I realize like I can't raise a shield as an exploration action without a feat. But could I like maybe have it up as I step out here or no, that's not even feasible? Raise a shield, you gain its circumstance bonus to AC. Your shield remains raised until the start of your next turn. So yeah, you can do that. 
Thank you, Pathfinder, for thinking ahead of me. Um, and yeah, I will raise shield as my exploration action and kind of step out here and see if that uh, barrel tracks me or possibly takes a few shots at me. The barrel does not move and it does not shoot. Maybe it shoots at us when we open the door or something. Well, maybe it's a diversion. Uh, I'm going to check. Like, where's the barrel pointing? I just want to check what's on the other side of the... See if it's the sort of thing where you look at the barrel and then you step on the stairs and something happens there. It is pointing straight south, so whoever steps on the stairs will be face-to-face with the barrel. Alright, then I guess I'm just gonna go over and start inspecting the stairs for any traps. Roll me perception. That's a 16. Casper coming in pretty good with a 24, even while sickened. Uh, 24, 25, 26. Yep, this would be a 26 for Marcus. So... You do find a pressure sensor on the porch. Where are the stones that I threw? On the pressure sensor. Amazing. So, I'm guessing then with... I mean, maybe you can't tell me this. I'm guessing then, had I just stepped on it, it probably wouldn't have even triggered from the fact that I'm a halfling and weigh like nothing. How much do you weigh? I weigh... That's a good question. He's 30 pounds. That's what it is. Or like, I think he was 25, but like we could say 30. Okay. That's a really small halfling. He baby. Yeah. But anyway, maybe I, I probably didn't, it'd be fair, I probably didn't carry 30 pounds worth of stone up a shed and then throw it. Even between three stones. That'd be pretty impressive. Maybe. I don't know. All right. So what's your plan? All right, all right, gang. Let me try and step over this pressure sensor, see if it's just simple aversion or if it's just something stupid and it's attached to something else on the porch. And you all stand back 10 feet now. Sounds good to me. So it actually looks like the pressure sensor is the entirety of the porch. Uh, is it a five foot, uh, full five foot rise up to uh, where the front door is? Yes. Can I reach with my gun and tip like the the barrel of the, the gun pointed out of the window and just like nudge it? Um. So that would be a crafting check, actually. Interesting. Uh, I just wanted to like, will it? What does it look like? It'll reach pretty easy, or? Yeah, it looks like you could do that. All right, I'll try it. Why not? Oh, I have no crafting. Oh, that's an 18, though. And that's enough. You can cock the barrel pointing straight up, totally out of your direction. Okay. I, I whispered them, like, guys, I don't think this is the whole trap, though. It seems a little too easy. Well, now, let me, let me give this shed down here a try real quick, because if I want to jump over that little patio trap, I, I need a little space to run and get my jangles together here. So a dilapidated wooden shed stands in the middle of the overgrown yard. A single padlocked door faces the north, and it's locked. Dang old, one in a hundred times, I tell you, I'm going to try these padlocks and it's going to be unlocked. I tell you, people are sloppy all the time with these outboard sheds, but uh, let, me, let me get the old picks out here real quick and give this a little jingle jangle in the old skeleton key. Ooh, 16 with the assistance of the infiltrator's picks. That is enough to unlock one of the locks. And there's a second pin you need to unlock. I guess I could try. I have pretty high thievery. So I just roll for thievery or? Yeah. Okay. Uh, That's a 22 for thievery. That's enough to unlock it. Can we take a peek around the corner before we poke a toe inside this cute little workshop here full of uh, deadly farm implements? It kind of just looks worn down and unused. Doesn't look like it was trapped. 
Right. Um, so if I can, I'd like to line up to the back wall here along the bench if I have space and start my standing long and high jump to get over the porch onto the, or over the stairwell onto the porch with that little five foot gap and five foot up, I believe I need to hit. Yep. But now you do realize the actual porch is where the pressure plate is, correct? Gotcha. The whole porch is the pressure plate. Well, um... Yeah, the stairs are not pressure plates, only the porches. But the whole... 10 feet porch is pressure plate. If I might possibly, does the wheelbarrow look like it could possibly trigger that weight? Probably, but Arcus already tilted the barrel in a different direction to kind of disarm it. Well, I guess we could just walk up and tack up on the front door then, right? Give me one second. If this is a pressure plate, then, um, and it's linked to that firing contraption, surely there must be some kind of wire between the two to set it off and I'm just going to look for any linking stuff. Oh, now come on up here. Come on up here. It's fine. I'm taking a look in the window right here. Look at the ingenious. He's got this big old hopper. Look at the bucket on the floor. He must have had to shoot a lot of solicitors at some point. I would like to tap on the window. And as you tap on the window, you get a reply. Come back another time, please. I know you're waiting for company, sir. We're that company you're expecting a governmental business, I believe, escort to another possible safer location. You get no reply. Barrel and Bullet Saloon ring any bells? You get no reply, but you can hear some tinkering going on inside. Almost as if, like, he's busy doing something. I, uh, I yell out, I like your gun. Looks pretty nice. Did you build it yourself? The silence is deafening. All right, fellas, I I don't think this is going to work. Operation, uh, maybe we can climb through this here window here. Uh, GM, does it look scalable? With the gun pushed aside, can we, like, fissure the window open or anything into the bedroom here? So that window is boarded up. So it's kind of shooting through the slats and whatnot? Yeah. There is a door right here. Yeah, Taron, um, kind of frustrated by the bullshit, is just going to go over and and kick the door open. Roll me athletics to force open oh boy i can't wait for this to explode on me 22 yeah that's enough to pop it right open and you see a dusty table and chair sitting against the northern wall in this small sitting room it looks like a grime covered window lets in small amounts of light to the south and there's a door on the far end well that was way too easy everybody look around see if there's more traps I thought you just wanted to go straight into round two with the other door over there. No, I learned my lesson, Snake Man. I ain't getting something exploded on me again. You learned your lesson? Now that is new. You're up to four gold, Snake Man. Four gold in the stupidity jar. That roll was a nat one and a five. So it looks like Casper got the highest check with a 17 for perception, and he doesn't think there's any traps in here. The burden of leadership is always foisted upon those who seem to lack the capability to harness it in the moment, right? Okay, um, I guess uh, taking charge, he's going to let them bicker for a moment and move over to this door after stepping around the dinner table there uh, and uh, just give it a, a give it a quick old uh, check. Uh, take a listen there. See if it, Does the sound of tinkering come any louder from the store? Yep. All right, then let's give that old uh, doorknob a twist and see what falls on my head as I push open here. Nothing falls on your head, surprisingly. And as you step in, reams of parchment, half-filled beakers, lit burners, pots of bubbling fluids, 
and countless, countless other alchemical items are scattered about the work surfaces of this room. Shelves overflown with books, glass containers spill from wooden crates, and a pungent odor permeates the entire area. Amid it all, a stooped human man smokes a limp cigarette and hunches over a small cage, carefully filling a tray with dried pellets. A big-eyed, six-legged chameleon paws slowly around the cage, picking at the dried pellets of food. He finally turns around and looks at you, and he sets down what he's doing, measuring out food for his pet six-legged chameleon, and says, All right, you're persistent ones, you know that? What in Briggs' name do you want? Hello, my fellow scholar. Sorry for the very impolite intrusion, but um, we're sent here on business to escort you across the city. Oh, was that today? Yes, it was, I'm afraid. Um, if you want to finish up your work here, if you can get that done as quickly as possible, my friends here aren't the most patient. Hush up, hush up, you fool. You know that you're talking to the future richest man in Alkenstar, possibly the world. I am the futurest, richest man in Alkenstar, possibly the world. I don't know what you're on about. I ought to snap off your mustache there, snake man. My mustache is one of my best features. You would, would dare. We're going to let him do whatever he wants for however long before we take him? That sounds like it could be a long time. Well, uh, uh, on, on your behalf, sir, uh, a security escort kind of like this uh, where we're, you know, stuck uh, moving around. It probably better going during daylight. I realize it is very early in the morning, but uh, we got a ways to get. Uh, uh, possibly uh, moving very slowly or having to change our route frequently to avoid trouble. So uh, uh, anything you would like to bring along the way, of course, uh, we're happy to help you carry. Uh, you got everything ready to go or is this need all get packed up here? You got a lot of stuff on these benches, man. Yeah, just let me reset the traps and get slick. Ah, uh, bolts, where did that lizard go? And as you look around, you notice that his pet chameleon is no longer in the cage. Gattleby is going to turn and be like, find my lizard really quickly. I got to go collect some things in my bedroom. Uh, uh, uh good sir. Uh, are there any more traps in this lab? Oh, jeez, he shut the door already. Oh. Since when did we become the goddamn pest control? Uh, hold on. Now, don't step on it. Just move slowly. Feel with your hands. Feel with your senses. You, you got five of them, you know. Yeah, I guess. Can I roll perception to see if I can find the lizard? Before that... The sounds of breaking glass and shattering wood precede a calamitous sight. Gattleby's six-legged chameleon suddenly growing first to the size of a cat, then a dog, then a horse. All in a matter of moments. The chameleon, as startled as anyone, smashes through the table in the middle of the lab and clambers about, spilling papers and alchemical experiments everywhere. Gattleby, hearing the noise from in his bedroom, says, Ah, Bolt. Slick's gotten into the growth serum again, hasn't he? You see the shrink potion anywhere? Never mind, what am I asking you for? Just, just take care of this. I gotta get my coat from the other room anyways. And with that, we will go into initiative. That is a 16 for initiative. This feels like the kind of fight where it really was a bad time to get that crit fail out. That one for a 7. So... Dustin, with a 27, you have the first roll. What is Arcus going to do? I guess I turn to him and I'm like, uh, sir, you don't mind if we kill your lizard, do we? Do not kill my lizard. Oh, gosh. 
Um, okay, but he can miss a couple legs or something? Do not amputate my lizard. Alright, well then I'm gonna need you to tell me where the shrinking potion is. It's on the table somewhere, you can find it. Alright, do I see the table? Am I within range? And he's gonna call out, it's it's a greenish, yellow-blue, kind of bubbly. And, and what do we need to do? Do we need to feed it to him? Throw it on him? Feed it to him. Oh, fantastic. Yes, thank you. Uh, I, yeah, I guess I, I roll perception to see if I can find the uh, potion. Would that be right? So you'll have to move over here first, where you can see all the vials on the table. Okay. So I, uh, I move over there. And yeah, I... So now I roll perception? Yeah. Okay, so I moved around the table to where I could see. And... I'm rolling perception, and that is going to be a 24 on the die. As you sort through it, you find lots of potion bottles, lots of alembics, you see potent ingredients, and you think you see a greenish, yellow, blue, kind of bubbly potion, maybe? Okay, I want to grab it. Okay. And then can I roll a nature check to see if I can discern, like, how would be the best way to feed this potion to this lizard? Like, if it likes anything in the room or something, maybe? Sure. That's gonna be a 14. Well, lizards do that little thing where they shoot their tongue out at flies to eat it. Maybe it'll do that. Okay, I'm going to hand the potion to... That's actually gonna be all three of your actions. Oh, dang. Okay, can I, like, can I at least hold up the potion for someone to grab? Or I guess someone could grab it from me easy, right? Yeah, someone can easily grab it from you. Okay, so I'm going to say, I believe it's this one. All right, and then it is Mr. Giant Chameleon's turn. And, um, he is kind of scared, really panicking. He's going to move about and slap his tail around. And, oops, some things fall oops some of those alchemical items break oops arcus gets hit oops arcus takes six damage as a tail hits him in the face and i need a reflex save from arcus and orville you know i'm starting to think that this is on purpose that is a 12 that is a nat 20 which is a 30 total lovely all right so arcus you do get hit by the tail, but luckily that pulled you out far enough that you get to avoid the explosion of these alchemical reagents combining together and bursting. Orville, however, not so lucky. And you're going to take seven points of cold damage? Somehow these alchemical things caused you cold damage? Really, it's quite astonishing. Well, you know, they always say, puts glasses on, science is cool. I'm ashamed I didn't think of that one. If only I could die a third time. All right, Taron. Okay, um, so I'm stunned one here. I only got two actions. Yes, you are. Can I roll to coerce the lizard to calm down and open its mouth? You could try intimidating the lizard, but... Intimidation probably would be a harder DC than just doing a nature check trying to do that. I do not have nature. Will you accept esoteric lore? I will not. (laughs) It's worth a shot. Yeah, let's just go ahead for the coerce. Or actually, you know what? I I take that back. I have two actions here. 
Um, let's learn a little bit more about the lizard. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and find weakness on the lizard, uh, see what I can recall about it or what I can bullshit out of it. Okay. And that is an 18. Um, it doesn't have any weaknesses or resistances. Okay. But you do know as a chameleon, whether small or horse-sized, um, they tend to have camouflage and they tend to grab flies with their tongue. Riveting information. Uh, yeah, in that case, uh, Taryn really doesn't have anything useful to use, uh, to get this chameleon to calm down, so he's just gonna coerce it. He's gonna yell at it, he's gonna say, Hey, calm down, little buddy, we're trying to get you the serum here, but we need you to stay still for a second. And that is a 22. So he's gonna shocked and whimper and kind of, like, turn around and skittle away from you. Orville. Um... Alright, so Lucky's standing right next to him with the serum. Orville's just gonna basically swipe it out of his hand and take a quick look at what this serum actually is. That will be crafting check. That'll be a 27. This is a shrinking potion. Amazing. So this um, chameleon, it's over in the corner. Is its mouth just wide open? Uh, no. Currently he's kind of like turned away from you and cowering. Can I see anywhere around these, um, on the sides or anywhere, um... A thing of flies, which he's fed with. Um, no, but you do see dried pellets that he's fed with. That is good enough for Orville. Uh, whereabouts are they? Are they nearby or am I going to have to walk to them? They are about over here. This little right. bowl of dried pellets right there. Orville's just going to walk on over there and um, douse the shrinking potion all over them. Okay. Uh, would that be all three actions or is that how many? I'll give you one more. All right, then he's just going to pick up a handful of the pellets and just chuck them up in the air towards the chameleon. And the chameleon is going to do the little thing where they slick their tongue out and eat the pellets. Casper. Sorry, I'm seeing that that is a nature action. I am going to attempt that command an animal, um, but I believe he needs to be unfriendly. Did uh, Tarion scare him too much? Is he now uh, terrified of us or... Uh... He's, he's unfriendly. He is unfriendly. Okay, so command an animal's not going to work. Um, however, he's not violent to us yet. Um, just to kind of keep him in that corner, I am going to take a stride action to move up, um, and I am just going to ready a grab um, as I try to keep the cool vibes on. It's, it's easy, little guy. It's easy. It's easy. Everything's still going to be little. Your, your dad's in the other room. He's going to come out real soon. Hang on. Just to eat some pellets here. It's going to be fine. All righty, Arcus. So I still have the vial. No, Orville took the vial. Oh, right. I think I just want to kind of do the same thing. Try to help persuade him to calm down. So I guess what would that be? Nature. Nature? Okay. So yeah, I'm going to roll nature as well to try and get him to calm down. Be like, it's okay. It's okay. That's going to be a 10. Alright, a 10 for nature to calm him down. Um, you don't really know how chameleons work. Okay then. I guess... I don't know. I don't want to injure him. I guess that's it. I don't know what else to do with my turn. Yeah, I think that's it. You could scoop up some of the pellets and just try and feed him. Okay, yeah, yeah. I guess I'll scoop up some of the pellets and try to feed him, see if I can help him calm down. All right, the pellets are on the northern wall, so you'll have to stride over to them. Okay, so I stride over and grab the pellets. And you can throw them at him. Yeah, throw them at him. 
Uh, make a range strike attack. That's a 23. And you throw it right in his mouth, and he just gobbles them up. Om nom 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 nom. Okay, cool, cool. And on his turn, he he's scared. He's still cowering in the corner a little bit, but he's warming up to you guys, feeding him pellets, and he very slowly kind of starts to shrink. And it takes a good 30 seconds for him to shrink back down to regular size, but he's he's back to being little little tiny lizard. Do I see any empty like bottles or jars or anything that are his size? I mean, there's his cage right here. Okay, yeah, I'm going to put him in his cage if that's okay. Yep. Yeah, while he's doing that, uh, Orville's going to turn to that one. Now, gentlemen, if you just keep up the charade that there's some fight going on in here and he stays in there, I can have a quick look around this lab. We'll be in money. I'm giving, I'm glaring at him. What? It- that's it, Snake Man. You added another gold to the stupidity jar. You're up to five. He's a top alchemist. I'm an alchemist. This is fascinating research. I, I'm not in the wrong here. You're telling me as an alchemist, doing your top research work, you're just going to keep a journal or you're going to keep those formulas in that big old brain of yours I know you got up there, tink tink. A journal. Everyone has a formula book. There are too many formulas to remember. Oh, come on now. I probably, but I bet you got about five formula books. Four of them are traps for anybody who kills you. And the fifth one that's maybe left over for your next of kin. Not all of us are paranoid. Some of us are just alchemists. I don't have time for your bullshit, Snake Man. We have a job to do. Fine. Whilst you lot talk, maybe keep him there for a minute, two minutes. I'll be really quick. I'll give you 60 seconds. The amount of time I go to get him to the amount of time I come back here and kick your ass. Good enough for me. And Orville's just going to have a quick Skype around the um the lab to see if there's anything interesting there. Just any formulas, any interesting potions, just anything interesting, really. Roll me perception. While he's doing that, I'm also going to assist Orville in looking for anything of interest. <laughs> Thank you. I'm just like, oh, I mean, I guess we might as well. Given those potions and stuff I'm looking through, can I roll crafting instead? So, Arcus, roll perception to aid Orville's crafting check. Ooh, that is a 13. You do not aid. Dang. So, Orville, roll your crafting check. That is a 23. You can add one common formula and one uncommon formula. Thank you very much. So, Taron, you are getting Gattleby? That is correct. He's gonna follow you out of his bedroom. And he's gonna say, oh, yeah, I have something for you guys. As he heads over to the table, here, and he holds out a little baggie. The hell is this? Things to help keep me safe. It is a wonderful gift, my good man. Funny, uh, funny thing how that works, sir. We got this uh, little hat here for you as well. Um, we're going to be doing a little disguise change at about a halfway point on our escort journey here. Uh, you all ready to move? Otherwise, once so, uh, wow, that's quite generous of you to give us all that. But uh, otherwise, uh, you have all your personal belongings set and double check, sir. Uh, kind of one-way trip. Where you have one detour we need to make, if uh, I was informed correctly. Yeah, we're stopping at the Yeast of All Brewery. I have to pick something up there. Uh, you know, just, just curious, uh, we happened to pass by there, uh, we were informed of your stop. It kind of looks like it's, uh, abandoned or run down. I assume you have some method of getting inside and get what you're after. Yeah. 
Well, uh, fantastic. I suggest we uh, uh, vault, adjunct, and to uh, keep our heads low. And then with that, who wants to take what of his items he's giving you? Uh, Taron is going to take the elixir of cognitive mind. Oh, no, it's just From cognitive mutagen. Whoops. And uh, he's going to take one of the antidotes. Um, I was going to say, if it is a mutagen, I am a mutagenist, so... Basically, I could use it twice for the price of one at any time. It's for uh, recall knowledge checks. Yeah, I know. It's just, yeah. No, I know what it's for. It's just one of those where if I can reuse it, then it's like, I've got a, what's it called? Mutagenic flashback. So. Understandable. But do you recall knowledge? Ah. Because this affects my esoteric lore. Oh, good point. Yeah, no, you take it. Uh, but that uh, that Thunderstone and Tanglefoot bag would be quite handy for you, I believe, right? You're pretty good at throwing things. Yeah, we do a good amount. There's two Thunderstones and three Tanglefoot bags. I'm, I'm good at throwing things, yeah. <laughs> Looks like you got a whole armament set in there for you, my friend. Uh, keep that arm limber. How's that, how's that shoulder? How's that rotator cuff feeling? I always work it out in the morning, you know, get your stretches in, all that. Well, I guess you wouldn't really have to worry about stretching your muscles. Yeah, I actually don't think I need either of those as the scout slash sniper. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit more worried about that cheap-ass beaver pelt coat you got on, giving you some kind of skin disease, you know, giving you a little tightness around the shoulders, keeping you from throwing all the way. But hey, if you ain't hyperextended yet, you're going to get it real soon, I'm pretty sure. One, this was not cheap. Two, even if it did give me some infection, I could cure that easily. So, shall I just take the Tangle Footbag and the Thunderstone, son? Sounds like it. There's also um, Elixirs of Life and Antidotes in there. I took one for me. It looks like there's enough Antidotes for the, each of us. And me and Casper can't use Elixirs of Life. Alright, so um, an Antidote each and an Elixir of Life for each of the people who can use them. Is that what we're saying? Yeah, that works. I've got to say, I'm loving my inventory at the minute. I've got, like, three different types of, like, thrown weapons. This is great. Oh, so much stuff. Variety is the spice of life. Pretty soon we're going to have to hook you up with some javelins, too, I think, right? Maybe a lot of javelins. They're a little more difficult to throw than just a good old bomb. And you don't have to be accurate with a bomb. All right, looks like we got everything that we need. Everybody ready to get on out of here? Gattleby just tightens his coat around him and gives a... Scowl. Alright, here's how we'll do this. It'll be me and Arcus in the front taking the lead. And it'll be Casper and Snake Man in the back, with Gattlesby in the middle. You want me in the front? Yes, I want you in front. What? I'm, I'm never in the front. If it's me and Casper in the front, then our rear is weak to any attacks from behind. Yeah, but it's kind of hard for me to sneak around if I'm in the front. Well, I can't have Snake Man up front. He's about as flimsy as a summer twig. I'm a halfling! You have a gun, and I'll be here to be in front of you. You'll be fine. Uh, Alright. Plus, you'll be able to pick through a crowd a lot better than he can. I have a question. Can I disguise myself as a bag with a head of disguise? No, you have to disguise yourself as a humanoid. Ah, uh, Unfortunate. Any more objections? I'm still not super happy about this, but I guess that's fine. We're equally balanced in front and rear. 
And uh, Teron is going to hand the Hat of Disguise over to uh, Gattlesby. And with that, let's get moving. Boy, howdy, wasn't that exciting? My favorite part is when they did the thing! Anyways, join us next time on the Pathfinder Kings as we continue the Outlaws of Alkenstar. If you like what we do here, consider supporting us on patreon.com slash tpkpodcast or joining our Discord. Also, remember to give us a follow on Twitter at tpkpodcast. See you next time, Outlaws. Roll for it.